Welcome to Podcast West Seattle. I'm your host, Andrew. On this episode of the podcast, we talk about the hottest day in Seattle's history with Justin Shaw of the Seattle Weather Blog. It's been fascinating to see the difference between, you know, Alki Beach and two miles inland. We also check in with how folks in different parts of the peninsula dealt with the heat. We've definitely been trying to make sure that we're keeping everybody hydrated. All of this and more is coming up on Podcast West Seattle. As I record this, it is Tuesday, June 29th. We will talk all things weather in just a moment, but first... Let's take a look at some non-heat-related headlines from around West Seattle. Over the weekend, West Seattle resident and U.S. Representative Pramila Jayapal announced an $11.2 million federal grant secured to go toward the funding of the West Seattle Bridge Repair Project. While still a small piece of the near $175 million price tag, it is an important step toward getting the bridge reopened next year. Arts West recently announced their 2021-2022 season. After a whole year of the theater being dark, their season theme is When We Wake. And the first production will be a world premiere of Justin Huerta's We've Battled Monsters Before. The performance does not begin until November 26th, but we will look for updates from Arts West in the months ahead. Looking ahead to the coming week in West Seattle, first, today, Tuesday, June 29th, King County is lifting its mask mandate, meaning that if you are fully vaccinated, a mask is no longer required indoors in most circumstances. The statewide restrictions are expected to be lifted on Wednesday. Now let's get into that heat talk. As I'm recording this, cool marine air is flowing into much of the Puget Sound region. That air will be bringing us down to just unseasonably hot with highs in the 80s, rather than the record-shattering heat of the last few days. Twitter and the West Seattle blog have been showing all sorts of examples of West Seattle roads buckling in the heat. Several news outlets have reported various emergency closures of I-5 due to heat-related damages. As you're well aware, Monday was the hottest day in Seattle's history. I wanted to talk more about it, so I reached out to someone who loves talking weather. I'm pretty much obsessed with Seattle weather. That's Justin Shaw from the Seattle Weather Blog. In a dream world, I would I would blog more, but you know, I have a pretty active Twitter and all that. It's a side hobby, but I just really like writing and I like weather, so it's kind of a, a nice combination of the two. Justin normally gets pretty excited about big weather events, but this one's different. When it's when there's snow. I mean, I just go nuts, and that's when I, I probably, you know, I'm I'm up late blogging. I can't sleep because I'm so excited. Um, this one's been weird just because, you know, I haven't, well, I've lost some sleep because, you know, the lack of AC. But, I have, you know, in the past, it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't sleep because I'm so excited because it's going to, you know, it's going to snow. It's great. There's going to be a huge windstorm, and here it's just, like, it's harder to drum up enthusiasm, I guess, because, you know, who who loves, you know, 100-degree heat? You know, it's not like I can't wait to get up tomorrow morning and go stand outside in the, you know, stifling heat. Uh, it doesn't work that way. One of the striking aspects of a heat wave in West Seattle is the exaggerated formation of microclimates and swift temperature changes from one location to another. It's been fascinating to see the difference between, you know, Alki Beach and just even like two miles inland. Like I think when I checked a couple hours ago, you know, it was 81 at Alki and you go, you know, two or three miles east 
and south, and you know, it's it's almost a hundred. I went to find one of those hotter spots and see how people were holding up. My name is Elisa Tana, and I am uh, the key holder here at Second Camp Second Chance. Camp Second Chance is located far inland in West Seattle, and it sits on a hillside with an eastern and southern exposure. When I arrived on Monday afternoon, the temperature was 104. We've definitely been trying to make sure that we're keeping everybody hydrated. I asked Elisa uh, to tell me more yeah. about the village. Like, a lot of the clients here actually do have full-time jobs, you know, and I think that's something that, that a lot of people don't think about when they think about homelessness, is that there are people in here for various different reasons, and that having work doesn't mean that, oh, you can afford to get an apartment, especially here in Seattle. We've actually got um, a handful of long timers that have been here for years that actually just started moving in this weekend to their, uh, their permanent housing. But today, the heat is the main story. And here, we don't have a lot of shade and the, the gravel just bounces that heat right back. A lot of the houses are insulated and we've made sure everybody has at least a box fan and I try and encourage people to get like cross breeze going. It's been a lot quieter in the village. I think most people are, are doing the siesta thing, you know, sleeping during the height of the day and being quiet. <laughs> we're pretty we're a pretty good community. People like to hang out and chat and things like that, but it's definitely been quiet this this weekend. Thinking yesterday, um I was walking outside and Here's Justin Shaw again. You know, there's like no one out. It's a ghost town in my neighborhood. And I was just like, you know, when's there ever been a summer weekend that's sunny where no one's out? That was in Seattle. It's weird. I wanted to hear more about what creates these wide differences in temperature. Most of the region is getting a wind out of the east, which is, you know, pretty hot. But then just right along the beachheads and stuff, you know, there's sort of this northerly, west, northwesterly cooler wind. So, yeah, it, it's serious microclimate there today. Intrigued, I went to Alki on Monday afternoon to check it out. And sure enough, it was a very manageable 86 degrees. It's really nice today, at least down by the water. I spoke to a few people cooling off on the beach. There's uh, not a lot of folks, and it's quiet and calm, so it's... Uh, it definitely made it seem like it was a good time to come and knowing that the water is going to be cold would be refreshing and uh, we don't have AC either so outside's better than inside all the time. Yeah. We don't have air conditioning in our house so. So we knew that we were going to have really hot weather over the course of the last weekend so I was like oh you know Saturday's going to be nuts but I think people are just avoiding it. You know I've texted a few of my friends they're like no way I'm doing anything I can to be <laughs> out of the heat. We, we came down here a little bit ago and it was a little slower than I thought, but I also thought it's Monday and I figured probably closer to five o'clock, more people would be coming out. But suppose it's a little bit cooler, got a little breeze. Maybe the coolest thing is that you're, you're pretty much the only, you know, one of the few areas in the metro region where if it is, you know, 105 at your house, you can just head down to the shoreline um, and get, you know, some quote unquote cooling relief. Well, Alki enjoyed the winds. Most of Puget Sound was still mired in historic heat. They started taking weather records in 1894, and from 1894 up through Friday, there had been three days, you know, where the temperature hit 100 degrees in Seattle. And we we literally just basically what took us 125 years to do, we just did in three days, which it's it's hard to really process that, you know. It, It would be like if we got, you know, 30 inches of snow three days in a row or something. And in June, too, I think that's maybe the other angle that hasn't been picked up on as much nationally. Um, 
you know, we get our, our heat waves here end of July, early August. I mean, that's, you know, that's when we're baking. And of course, there's more to come from this heat wave one way or another. And there's, and there's you know, no rain in the forecast. So um, it, it doesn't look it's a little grim, I guess, I guess I would say. I mean, it, you know, if we just, if we just have the sustained warmth, not even extreme heat, you know, it's obviously not good. So, um, you know, I hate to say it, but you start thinking, well, there's, there's all this crazy heat. It's dried everything out real fast. And then you start thinking, well, you know, maybe wildfire season isn't actually too far behind. I might be getting a, uh, a jump this year too just usually you know usually june is you don't even really have to think about the weather right it's just like oh it's morning clouds afternoon sun high 70 you know so it's it, you, this is supposed to be kind of a quiet quiet time of the year so it's a little weird thanks justin elisa and everyone who talked to me at alki you can check out the seattle weather blog online seattleweatherblog.com you can also follow at Seattle Weather Blog on Twitter, and it is a very informative and entertaining follow. You can also follow at Podcast West Seattle on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook or visit us at podcastwestseattle.com. That wraps up this episode. Please spread the word about the podcast and be sure to subscribe wherever you prefer to listen so you don't miss any updates. Until next time, stay cool, West Seattle.